Hello, hello, and welcome to the Think and Grow Coaching Academy. Welcome to the start of a great journey towards the new you. Here at the Think and Grow Coaching Academy, we help professionals and entrepreneurs to cultivate personal growth, strengthen identity, explode in confidence to execute and achieve measurable success in career and business, get through challenging times, gain a healthy lifestyle, and sustain it all and love the journey. Hello and welcome to Think and Grow Coaching. I'm Melanie and this week I want to talk about change. The title I've chosen for today is Seek and Choose Change. Many of us have a love-hate relationship with change but we know that the only constant in life is change. So why resist it? It makes no difference because it will happen with or without our permission, right? Change is resisted because we don't start the conversation with why. We always get into the what and how. This is often why many people find change hard to accept. So what's the solution? Actively seek and choose change, I say. But why? Because this prepares you to be ready to face any sudden or measured change that is destined to happen. This technique I discovered some years ago when I was faced with what I would call the volcanic period of my life, what seemed to be a never-ending onslaught of trials and major hardships relating to my health. I was always in and out of hospital for some sort of ailment, from kidney stones to diverticulitis. And those of you who have had the unfortunate pleasure of such ills know the pain. My business. Well, it went bust. I became bankrupt and la di da di da I'm sure you get the picture. So, through the pain of change, I started to become numb. Not a good thing I hear you say. Yes, and I would ordinarily agree with you. But what this prepared me for was truly unforeseen. What I learned was to resist change made my life so much more difficult and often caused me to be irrational. Becoming a change agent helps me to understand that some of us are just wired that way. We need to exit from this prison to start existing. I realize that if I seek it and choose it, I'm prepared to receive whatever was coming. Never underestimate the power of a plan. I just know that this was a game changer. I gave up trying to control events in my life and prepared myself to make sacrifices such as routines, ideals and the biggest enemy of them all, my comfort. Of course, I wouldn't ordinarily agree to that, but looking back, it really stood out like a sore thumb. Finally, I was able to equalise what I wanted by simply giving up resistance. This created the opening in my life for so much more. So, my message to all of you staunch resistors, it hurts more to resist. And if you want to achieve more, you have to give up the things that conflict with it. Sacrifice the things that you value less 
than whatever it is you ultimately want to achieve. Adapting to this new normal has changed my life and many of my clients. They understand that suffering a little more in the moment will work out to a lot less suffering in the future. Seek and choose change, not because you want to make your life more difficult, but because there are some things worth suffering for. For instance, you want to have a successful business, right? You have to want the long days and nights, accountability and experience the failures to learn what you need to know to succeed. Again, if you want to lose weight, feel youthful, sexy and alive, you have to want the healthy meal preps and putting in the effort into those long endurance workouts and plan, plan, plan and be disciplined to stick at it. You have to stop looking for the next opportunity and grab the one right in front of you. I really hope that this podcast resonated with you. If so, please let me know by leaving a comment below and get in touch with us at www.thinkandgrowcoaching.com and we look forward to you tuning in to our next episode on change. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome to Think and Grow Coaching Academy podcast. This is a show for helping professionals and entrepreneurs to personally grow their strength and their identity to help them clarify that direction explode their confidence so that they can achieve measurable success in their career, in their business, and also in life. On this episode, I'm going to share with you about struggles with challenge. Have you ever had any struggle with challenge in your life? If it's yes, you are, in the, you are in the right place. So today I'm going to be talking about change, challenges with change, and how it can make you lose your identity. That's exactly what I'm going to talk about today. And also in this podcast, you'll learn how to manage any change that you're facing. Thank you once again for joining me this morning. A big wind suddenly blew through my life and the wind of change was forced upon me. Change, as you know, is something that happens to us when we least expect it. For me, that change was unstoppable. It forced me to revisit who I am, and to revisit my identity. It knocked me off my feet and shook me to my very core. I felt hopeless. I felt helpless. I was overwhelmed because I didn't expect it. 
especially when things are working so well and change ambushes you to begin to look again into your life. For me, it was scary. It impacted my very soul. I couldn't believe that my job that I loved so much was taken away from me. My job was my identity. I'm taking away what I already knew. It was something I couldn't bear. It's inevitable that major life changes forces us to confront periods of transition. Change, as we know, is an ex external event which happens to us. Whether we welcome it or not, change happens. Sometimes I know that change is within our control, but most of the time it's not. But then transition, on the other hand, is internal. It's what, it's what happens to our mind as we go through change. Change happens quickly, but transition on its own occurs very slowly. Often, the hardest changes to understand or adjust to are the ones that are unexpected and which is outside our control. For example, we're going through a recession or this global pandemic that we're facing at the current moment. It's a sudden change. Or maybe you lose a loved one. That's a sudden change. Or in my case, losing my career, losing my job was a sudden change. Changes of this magnitude can be difficult to come to terms with. But you also find that your experience of them can either make you better or worse, depending on how you react to your change. So, I, I can hear you thinking, what is this change and what is transition? When you buy a house, that's a change. Well, making your house a, into a home is a transition that takes time. For example, giving birth is a change. But becoming a parent and getting used to the fact is a transition. For example, you're retiring from your job. That's a change. But becoming used to the fact that you are retired takes time to get used to. For example, also, this pandemic we're in is a change that has been forced upon us. And coping with it and finding ways to adjust to a new normal is a transition. The death of a long loved one is a change. And coping with the loss and stabilizing your way of new being without that loved one is an inner journey of transition. And in my case, losing my job was a massive change for me. And transition came by accepting it and finding ways to move on in life. Change is inevitable. Someone once said that if you are faced with a flood, how you can cope with it is the arc you build. Change is inevitable. My losing my job was inevitable for me. But the way I coped with it, initially, was really bad. I was struggling. Losing my job was one of the hardest things I'd ever faced in my entire life. Being made redundant 
was a life-changing experience for me. I took losing my job as a personal rejection and it knocked me so hard and it knocked on my confidence. It was a daunting and demoralizing journey. I continually felt overwhelmed, feeling that loss. And that made my confidence go low, really low. My self-esteem went really low. I was frustrated. I was depressed. It was a massive disruption to my daily routine. And I found it disorienting because it was a tough challenge for me. I felt as if my sense of purpose had been taken from me. I felt woefully isolated. That is what redundancy does because it deals a heavy blow. Sometimes it comes unexpectedly. And also I haven't come across anyone who has been made redundant and they took it smiling. I haven't. Maybe you have. I haven't. Coping with the mental health difficulties of losing my job was a pressing concern. It impacted my relationship. It impacted my home. It impacted my finances. It, because it was something I never, never in my entire life thought it would happen to me. But it, it, it did. Life happens. It's how we react to what happens in life. Makes us begin to cope and manage whatever is happening to us. So as a coach and a counsellor, helping clients through changes and transition is something I have come to deeply value. It helps, it reminds me of my own major life change, my own process and my desire to continue growing despite my expectation crashing down as they collided with reality. I don't wish anyone to go through redundancy that you, did, that you didn't expect. But life will always happen. Change will always happen. We know change is inevitable. But then the question is, how do we begin to deal and manage change? So today, from my personal experience and the wisdom from my clients, I've got eight ways for you to begin to cope and manage any major life change that you are faced with. So the first one will be to accept it. Accepting that there, there are things beyond your control and choosing to be comfortable with the fact will bring you greater peace of mind. You need to view change as an opportunity to learn and grow rather than as an obstacle and decide you don't want to respond to it. You want to react by feeling angry, by isolating yourself, by feeling depressed, or by wallowing in self-grief. So when we accept it, it makes it easier for us to move on. Another one is to reframe your position. For me, I mentally moved from I was made redundant to my position was made redundant. I made this conscious step to move away from the victim position and went to, into a survivor's 
standpoint. I was able to view my dilemma as a result of a business decision, which actually it was, and not criticizing myself or my skill. This mindset helped me to maintain my self-esteem. And one thing I will also say is to talk openly to trusted people. Seek support. Don't wallow in it thinking you will come out of it because that was what I did initially. But you, for example, you have a family. Talk to them about, be open and share how you're feeling. This enables them to support you and help them to be compassionate even when you are too critical of yourself. You have somebody there on your side. Because it's perfectly normal to feel overwhelmed when change, this any change happens to you. This is when it might be best to seek that support. Reach out to people. Don't be ashamed because there's nothing to be ashamed about. Whether it's a trusted friend that you can talk to, seek that person. Or even if it's a mental health professional, seek that person to help you go through change, to help you deal with the change. It will help you so much. And one thing I did was to maintain structure in my day. When I meant to maintain structure, I had to stick to my usual regime, usual schedule as if I was going to work. I made a point to leave home. This helped me to keep balance in my life. Maintaining and keeping things as normal allowed me to think about my future. It gave me a positive sense of purpose. And another thing I want to tell you is to start thinking about the future. The future is not over because a change happened or because you lost your job or because somebody, you lost somebody. Grieve over it, but wake up and start thinking about the future. I was really glad I was able to use this first change as a stepping stone towards parts of my future. And I thank God for my open-minded mindset which allowed me to keep options open and at the same time to be realistic. And when you are faced with change, learn something new. That was what I did. I used the gap in my employment to learn new skills. I retrained as a coach and a counsellor. Retraining allowed me to be in contact with other people, like-minded people. That kept my mind active and focused to be able to think more about what I want to do. It enabled me to face up to my adversity. It changed me. And I benefited so much from the experience of learning something new. And I know you will do too. Don't give up on yourself that because something has happened, you don't want to look into the future anymore. Don't allow any change to take away your future from you. And one important thing I want to also say is to practice self-care. Because when things happen to us, we tend to forget about ourselves. When it happens, self-care goes out of the window. Your ability to handle stress will go a long way to helping you to deal with change. Try practicing mindfulness, meditation, journaling, or engaging in any relaxing techniques that you know. Choosing one of them to practice each day 
would help your sense of well-being and also beneficial for the way you look at life. It's important to do these things. And also, one thing I did was to recommit myself to my values. Yes, you have values. Because change has happened doesn't mean you don't no longer have values. Use this time to positively reflect on what's important to you. Going through change, we all grow. Give yourself permission to acknowledge and celebrate your growth. And also make time to recommit to the things that makes life worth living for you. I know you have things, you, you have your values, and you, you have things that are important to you. Don't give it up because change has come and you want to sink into where change is taking you to. Change teaches us lessons. It's up to us to listen or look at the lessons it's teaching us to be able to take it constructively and not let it make, sink us to where we don't want to go. When you greet uncertainty and you're known with self-care, self-love, loving you and support, you have a much better chance of maintaining your mental health during any life change. And this will help you find your way to the future. And, and I know the future holds many new adventures for you. The path to take is really up to you. Life will always happen. How you respond to life is what matters. None of us like change, but we cope with change in different ways. Many people immediately cope with change and they, they move on. But I also, we also know that people, other people wait a while, grieve first before they accept the change to do something else. Whatever way it is, it's okay. Don't be self-critical on yourself. Don't give up on you. When my redundancy happened, and when I had wallowed in self-grief, and began to look at the, do these steps I've given you, my consolation came for my faith, which reassures me that throughout each life stage, both now and in future, God will always be with me. In the changes to come, if I listen carefully, I need to listen to hear his voice. And then when I listen, I will always hear him whispering to me, my child, it's time for more joy and less suffering. It's time to remember who you are and whose you are. And I'm sure you're listening to me today. I am sure he's saying that to you too. He's saying, don't give up. This is not the time to give up. This is the time to pick yourself up and do something about whatever change you're facing. Yes, do something about what the change you're facing. You've got it within you. Arm yourself with self-care, self-love. So thank you for listening to me today. On this episode, I've been able to give you ways to deal with any change you're facing. 
by accepting it. Reframing your position. Maintain your daily structure. Start thinking about the future. Learn new skills. Practice self-care. Seek support. Recommit yourself to your values. Your values are important. Begin to use these steps today. And I assure you, you'll be able to deal with change. You'll be able to manage change. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe to our podcast. We've got new wonderful topics to help you. Please subscribe to our podcast and share our podcast with your friends. Until I see you again, remember to take care of you. Bye. Hello everyone and welcome. My name is Amir and I'd like to talk to you a little bit about change. Not the kind you get when you pay for something with notes and you get coins back. Today's topic is about change. And it's such a vast topic to talk about because there's so many different areas of life, of existence, of the word. I mean, <laughs> how do you start talking about change? So when I mention change, I'm specifically interested in the change of mentality, the change of the things that we experience as a result of the change in mentality. So what kind of changes can we experience and what brings about change? Well, we're either a victim of change or we are a victor of change. And really, the difference is inside of whether or not you have taken command of the things that happen in your life. Now, sometimes we can't control things. You know, we're in this very strange time right now with this global pandemic and it's certainly caused the large majority of the people on this planet to face huge changes in their lives. So does that mean that we're all victims? Not exactly. Some people have taken the change and have embraced it. You know, there's been businesses who have adapted entirely. For example, you might have heard of some restaurants in Amsterdam. They were not allowed to work and operate with the conditions that they had. So they changed and developed some small glass houses where people can sit in little isolated bubbles or glass houses, as the case may be. So they changed. And that's one example of change. Where in the situation that faced them, they made an adaptation and survived and are now looking at being able to thrive and not just survive. Now I mentioned mental change. The change is about how you are going to take what's happened and turn it around so that you can use it to your betterment, so that you can move forward with what you experience. And what I mean by that is that you recognize there are things that challenge you and then you forcefully or intentionally make a decision to be in a different way to how you would normally be. Someone cuts you up in traffic and you might feel obligated that you have no other option but to feel angry and feel rage, road rage. You, know, you, you want to shout at them. That's where the powerful change can come in, where you recognize, okay, this is an emotion that I'm experiencing right now and I really don't want to experience it. And you have that opportunity to change your state. 
And it's very easy to do it once you have the practice and once you have the know-how. The first thing you need to do is recognize that you have the power to change. So what's helped me with my road rage whenever I've had someone cut me up in traffic is to recognize that maybe that person's going through something really bad in their life. Maybe they've just had some really bad news or maybe someone has just cut them up and they are just feeling really angry and they haven't realized. And maybe they have got something going on in the car that's distracted them and they didn't even realize I was there. And they probably would have been very sorry and would have never have done it if they had known or weren't distracted. And so you kind of second position yourself. And some people might say that that is just excuses. You know, I'm not going to excuse that bad driving. Well, yes and no. Again, it's all about perspective. If you can change your perspective, you can change the way you feel about it. Ultimately, you being angry isn't going to change that person. It's going to change you. It's going to change how you feel inside of you and what you feel and how you act. You know, if you're angry and, and full of rage, you're a lot less likely to be calm and speak calmly and, and act in a calm way, drive in a calm way. So you deciding to change your mentality, to change your emotion, will give you that better chance of being a good driver. I mean, that's just one example of where change can be such a big difference if you just own it. So what else? We talked about mental change. I say we talked about, I like to think that as you are listening, you are casting through your own thoughts about where you have experienced change and where perhaps you could have done something about it, where you realize that at the time you're too engaged in the environment to really feel the power to make a change. But now when you think about it, you may recognize and realize that actually you do have the power to be different to actually change the way you feel because that's entirely linked to your output how you feel and how you internalize things how you internalize the world around you has a direct impact on your emotion your behavior your psychology and of course your actions which then affect your results so if you can change your internal state you're going to change your attitude you're going to change your thinking and as a result you're going to change your results and this is where knowing about change can be really powerful because if you're trying to just change your actions to get different results, it doesn't always work out. I know I've certainly done that to delirium and it hasn't worked. It doesn't always work. But when I change my mentality and I change the understanding of the task or the habit, the repercussions and what they mean, the actions just change naturally themselves. I was looking at a very interesting conversation about dopamine, you know, these happy chemicals and how to get someone motivated is actually a process of changing the amount of dopamine that we receive. You know, we're so rich in this world, in, in the developed world at least you know with games and comics movies theater social media instant gratification you know all of these things are dopamine fueled things and when we go to do tasks that we know we should be doing like tidying or cleaning or working studying we just can't find the motivation 
And that's because the brain is so used to receiving high levels of dopamine that you otherwise don't get from these otherwise boring or mundane tasks. Your brain is so used to getting these high levels that when you try and do something you know you have to, your brain just switches off. So the process is actually to change the amount of dopamine that you're getting otherwise from these other things like games, like social media, TV, and that in turn causes the things that you do need to do to be that bit more interesting because your brain isn't used to that much dopamine. And so by comparison, you are that bit more willing to do them. They are that bit more appealing to your brain. So that's one of those obvious cliches, isn't it? You stop playing games so that you get on with it. But it's about understanding that deeper level changing that deeper level of understanding of what's going on there that personally was very interesting to me and i hope it is of value to you so what things in your life can you change where would you benefit most from changing let us know get in touch think and grow coaching academy is there to serve you to help you grow from where you are to where you want to go you know it's about your journey it's not about us holding your hand and telling you what to think and how to think but it's about asking you those questions that will help you get to where you want to go. And perhaps even you would want to see change the most in your life. Figure out where it is that you want to go first. You know, you can't hit a target that you can't see. So it might be about changing what you feel your target should be. Thank you very much for tuning in. Until the next time, Take care, live with passion.